0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Lessons from the Core podcast with your host, Lisa Kara. I am so happy to have you here. This is episode nine, and today's episode is sponsored by Mortgage Approvals Ottawa. Today, I'm thrilled to have you here on this podcast journey with me. I've taught Pilates for over 22 years. I'm a wife, a mother, a best selling author, and I created this podcast to share these lessons from the core with you. As you listen in each week, I invite you to think about which roads you keep going down. Where have you been unwilling to change your habits? Maybe now is the time to learn, to self-reflect on those lessons and see those red flags a little bit faster so that you can get on the right road and path. Sometimes we can spend years on one road or pattern and it's all that we know until we learn the right lessons from the core. So on today's show, I'm thrilled to have my friend and fellow entrepreneur with me, Erica Oosh. Welcome, my sweet friend. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you on today. We've been looking forward to doing this and talking about it a lot. Um, it's you are a mom of two active and loving boys. You're an entrepreneur, team manager and mortgage agent with the Mortgage Approvals Ottawa. You're also a life coach and marketing management consultant. You She's a graduate of Carleton University with a degree in political science and later completed management development program for women and with the School of Business. So Your earlier career was focused in nonprofit, and now you are just continuing to work in the community seeking to help uh, finding funding help through mortgages and things like that. So I'm so thrilled to have you here. Um, we're gonna talk a lot today just around certain things around money and finance and things that we' faced as women and just you know going through some of those lessons that we've all had to deal with. So I'm super thrilled to have you. Um, you're also still doing a lot of volunteering with the Sri Lankan Canada Association and you're still quite busy with that, right? and doing certain just involved with that community.
1: Um, so, I mean, still some uh, some work in the Sri Lankan community, less so with the association, although I do support the work that they do very much. It's uh, certainly been integral to uh, to my growth and my children's growth as well. It's a really important community network, and uh, I certainly do support the work that they do. And um, more, most recently, I have joined the board of directors for the Canadian Women of Color Leadership Network um, that's run by Sophia Jacob, and so doing a lot of work, um, bringing more awareness to um, you know the issues that BIPOC uh, folks f- uh, face, and um, uh, hosting a, a monthly speaker series as well for them on their Instagram platform. We do host it from um, from the leadership networks um, uh, Instagram account. It was a bit of a curve getting back into that flow of um, of education again, although it's a bit different because I. You know i followed j shetty so it's a it's the j shetty certification program and i have followed him for you know for a number of years and he you know his teachings um really helped me through some difficult times so it's a labor of love um and it's mm-hmm. a way to um give back to Uh, this community um, and the community of of women who really supported me uh, in the last few years going through some difficult times. And so I just feel like there's a lot that I would be able to, you know, to give back in terms of uh, information and support um, to these women. And uh, so, you know, doing the certification is going to give me better methodologies in order to uh, to provide that support. 100%.
0: 100%. You will be absolutely wonderful at that. We had the pleasure of originally meeting back last spring in May at one of the Bosses Helping Bosses networking events. And we were saying before we got on, just again, going over how important it is to get out to those in-person networking events wherever it is that you live. Uh, so if you haven't started to do that yet, I you know we both invite you to get out there and check out um, what's going on in your city. There's so many different networking events and organizations and communities to get involved with and thankfully we were both involved with that one and met through there and then uh, I've been able to get out to some of your other networking events and uh, whether it was co-ed things or things with just the ladies so it's been uh, just a pleasure to be in your world and to have gotten to know you since then so I was a really, really looking forward to having you on. Um, And you know, one thing as humans, we're always trying to get better with our money or money mindset. I was wondering, you know, how did you get into the world of finance? Sure, I
1: really stumbled on it, not entirely by accident. Uh, It wasn't exactly what I was looking for at the time, really what I was looking for um, after I had my children. So as I mentioned before, most of my work, previously was in nonprofit, I worked in uh, marketing and fundraising. Um, You know, I worked for uh, organizations that assisted newcomers like the YMCA, YWCA, Uh, worked for a political party after that. And um, when I had my children, I realized, I always knew that for myself personally, I wanted to be home with my kids. And on the other hand i also still needed a way to earn 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 income Mm -hmm. and one of the days i was just googling work from home jobs and i saw a mortgage broker who had done mortgages for our family um and so i just reached out to him He he had a posting online for a mortgage agent so i just reached out to him and said well what's this all about and so you know i went in to meet him and he explained everything to me you know basically it's 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 like it's a business it's a commission-based business and matching uh you know clients homeowner or people who want to become homeowners with uh, with lenders and banks and uh, you know explained what what it was all about and it seemed like you know it was going to be a great way for me to marry a lot of my work in nonprofit before where you're really doing a lot of work to assist people with moving forward mm-hmm. um but a different sort of capacity and um the lifestyle sounded fairly appealing to me as well because a lot of the work would be able to be completed at home and that's where so i joined you know he, he hired me i joined his team and um you know when from that team um you know as he started that team uh with another one of our uh current owners and uh, my current owner brought on um one of our other owners and, you know, the team sort of grew from there. And it's the same team that I've been a part of, which is Mortgage Approvals Ottawa.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. And thanks again to them for sponsoring this episode. It must really feel like a family when you have a team that's worked together for that long and just to really see what really wanting to help each other succeed and that kind of thing yeah absolutely and i I I make
1: the joke sometimes that i was on the team before there was even a team and so it's really i've been able to to see the evolution and uh we so you're right when you say we really do feel like a family and i know that we're very different from other brokerages in that way um people who you know who've left our team for various reasons too like one of the things that they say too is you know they really miss that family feel
0: right
1: um I work with some fantastic humans and we really all support each other's goals because everyone has different goals you know it's mm-hmm. you know, for- You know maybe i want to make you know uh 200 a year and go on some vacations and you know and support my family you know for other people you know i want to be the number one agent in canada because we do have the number one agent in canada um for you know for others um you know it's just it's very very different things you know some people are are working and also running their business and and that's great so we all support whatever it is that we want to do
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm and going back to, did you? I know you're saying it's a lot about like helping the community members move forward with finding homes. Were you also big into math or are you big into math and numbers? So, did that part of it come naturally or more the helping people move forward?
1: Well, funny enough, numbers were not always my favorite thing. I wouldn't say that I disliked it, but I wouldn't say it was a particular joy of mine. So, it was a little strange falling into this career but um as i said it it did bring in other parts of work that i really enjoyed which is 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 you know is service
0: and um and being a mom i'm sure you were able to set your own hours to some degree a thousand percent nice
1: the one thing i really really enjoy about being an entrepreneur being self-employed in, in this capacity is the flexibility. So, I'm able to have that time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I drop them off to you know to school in the morning and pick them up after school, and you know take them to other activities and things. Um, I know that you know for many people the you know you're working, especially when we weren't doing remote work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: remote work really wasn't a thing. It can be very stressful, like your mornings and your you know, evenings are really yeah. stressful You're at work all day and then picking your kids up after school when they've been at, you know, when they've been at aftercare and you don't really get, you know, you don't really get all the time. But that is the that is the reality for the majority of people. And so I feel very blessed to be in the role that I am and have that flexibility. It was really important to me.
0: Yeah, so I can really relate with that. Just with the whole pickups and drop-offs, and you know those times that just go by in a flash. Like they, it's so cliche to say how fast time flies, but oh my gosh, does it ever! And when you have those sweet little babies that are just poof growing up like so quickly before our eyes, you really do need to prioritize like what our time and just you know we, we really need to be able to check in with like. Where are where is most valuable, where we are most needed, you know, and just be really real with that. So that's fantastic. Um when it comes to kids, do you have any tips for us on um, just teaching them about budgeting, money, responsibilities, all of that?
1: Sure, I think started early. Um, and really, it has to align with whatever your your values are, I think people look at money very differently than, you know, we may have when we were younger, or maybe how our parents would have taught us. So um, really try and start those things a little bit early. For me, it was less about, um, it was less about saving so much I mean saving is also a great thing but I think now we are really more in line with investing and so that's something that um, myself and I know uh the father of my children um he, I know he talks to them a lot about investing as well and so my older son too you know he wanted to he wanted to open um like or have access to a wealth simple account for example so then he could try you know try to save his money and invest and, and that sort of thing was kind of something that we we tried to you know or something that we're gonna work on having for him you know they had had their piggy bank and all of those things um to try and teach them value of saving saving up for something that you really want and then you know making the purchase themselves um but aside from saving in terms of money i think one of the things that I've really tried to instill with them is like, what are the ways that you can earn money um, now and kind of teaching them more entrepreneurial skills. Um, When I I was young, like I know that for me, becoming an entrepreneur was, um, maybe it wasn't necessarily just something that I stumbled upon either, because I've actually been doing so many things from a young age that really led me to, you know, to who I am and why maybe working, um, working in an office setting or a nine-to-five didn't really really fit with you know with who I am yeah and then being an entrepreneur was a better fit and so you know it was like the things when I was young like doing the lemonade stands and doing the garage sales and so just trying to have them do some of those kinds of activities now you know mm-hmm. finding um, you know, to earn money in, in the summers, for example, doing those garage sales, and um, you know, you know, going out and offering to cut the grass, and that sort of thing. Just like teaching them ways that they can, um, that they can find uh, ways to earn money. So,
0: yeah, oh, those are great tips. I'm sure a lot of us are going to be able to apply them right away, and just you know, try try inspiring our children in that way. And yeah, I can definitely relate to the whole entrepreneur nine to five there's just certain things that uh, our bodies crave and like doing and some people like to have structure and to be told what to do and other people know I would like to have a little bit more control over the flow of my day Mm -hmm. Uh, it's all like personal preference right so it's it's fantastic that we're able to work in things that light us up
1: I was going to say one thing too like being you know being having businesses too is like incorporating them into the business as well like having them help out with certain things for example you know i have client gift pass so going to be um you know handing out um and getting them to go and you know bring them to the door and deliver them you know getting them yeah. involved um you know keeping them involved in their community um in terms of helping them develop social skills and stuff, for example, like at, you know, like at Easter and Christmas and stuff, like, you know, we'll, we'll order cupcakes and things and like have them go in and give out the mm-hmm. deliveries to the neighbors and to, you know, to clients and things. So just to kind of keep them involved in some of the things that,
0: yeah,
1: so that they can, and understanding why it is that you're doing them.
0: Yes. Um, so they receive those lessons as well. Mm-hmm. And they've even come out to some of the networking events that we've been at. I- one of the yeah. Winners downtown, so yeah, it's great for them yeah. to see yeah. that networking. One of her, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, we have so many fantastic groups in in Ottawa. It's awesome. Yeah, well, and I will link some of those down below as well. Uh, just because, as we always say, it's so great to get out there and and meet other like minded people. Um What was the biggest money lesson that you've learned in your life, or one of the biggest?
1: Oh, actually, so really most recently, too, uh, is multiple income streams. I mean, I I've certainly talked about it with, you know, with many clients, um, but I really felt that reality this year um, because I am because my work is is solely commission based. And this was really in terms of, you know, in terms of paid work, this is the only thing that I was really doing. And then uh, the market took a turn this year and. Um, and I thought to myself, yeah, I, you know, I sort of did this audit on on everything. And I thought, you know, I need to also be making sure that I have multiple income streams. And so mm-hmm. I've been, um, you know, putting more things in place to towards that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's something that I would encourage, Um, uh, You know, uh, I was encouraging clients in any case um, and anyone who would ask for advice, but just making sure that I was incorporating that more into my life um, because you don't want to rely solely on on one stream. On one thing, yeah. The whole saying, you don't want all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. Yeah, so... And so whether, whether it's, um, you know, self-employed income, whether it's multiple businesses, whether you have different types of investments, um, one of the things that I've recently started uh, working in is uh, doing some business development for um, one of our owners for his uh, private lending company. And so um, that's another way for people to do real estate investment without actually purchasing the property. And that's something we can talk about another time. But just, um, you know, it's 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 another layer of, of income that, you know, that can be added. So just looking at different ways um, Whether it's, um, you know, outside paid work, whether it's self employed income or it's investments. uh, What are ways that you can, you know, have those multiple streams coming in um, so that you're not relying solely on one source.
0: Right, right. That's great advice. And if you can do it with some way that you can also unleash your creative side even better, right? There's so many different uh, and collaborations, you know, being such a community oriented person, finding ways to get on other collaborations and do things with other people, I'm sure is a great way to just keep maintaining those relationships.
1: Well, with remote work now, too, and as you mentioned, being able to play on the strengths that you have, there are so many skills that you might be able to offer out to the world that somebody needs, and you could find a great way to monetize it. Mm -hmm. So definitely a way for you to incorporate that multiple stream thought.
0: For sure. I love that. Uh, and whenever I have my guests on, I always love to ask them these three questions with this being the, you know, lessons from the core. So I would love for you to tell me about a red flag moment in your life that led you to learn some of your own lessons from the core. It could be personal, professional, <laughs> parenting, anything. But you know, I was going to say to... gardening. I don't know why, but anything. <laughs>
1: So many red flag moments. I think the majority of my red flag moments <laughs> came, you know, in at the end of my twenties and in my thirties. Um, I did go through a divorce and a lot of lessons learned, um, and still learning, you know, from that. Um, I definitely learned a lot about uh, myself in terms of, you know, through you know through that entire process and um you know doing the single parenting sort of thing um just a lot i learned a lot about being really self-aware and also um you know and some of the things that i I learned out of that were you know some of my lack of boundaries and people Mm -hmm. playing, and um worrying too much about what people think that was really something that I had to wrestle with you know during that process and even in the in the last couple of years um and so a lot of the lessons that I've learned I think really are around relationships and not necessarily romantic relationships
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know relationships come in all different forms including friendships right mm-hmm. so just a lot of uh, of lessons around um being self-aware about forgiveness um mm-hmm. what do you do when you feel wronged for example um, or someone else might have felt wronged you know how is it that you deal with with those types of conflicts how do you forgive if the other person hasn't hasn't asked for you know forgiveness from you for example but you know the lesson in in forgiveness is that it's really actually for you mm-hmm. And being able to release that anger is how, you know, is how you can heal, Um, you know, having compassion for what the other person might be going through, no matter what it is that you feel. So a lot of my lessons were really around those, around those types of
0: things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what, what's a one way you really connect with that inner forgiveness, like through writing or meditating or nature or what's a way that really works for you?
1: Sure. I think it's, it's more meditation, really just taking that time alone. I do, I, I do enjoy writing. I don't think I get it to it enough in terms of, um, you know, for example, journaling and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, Doing some, uh, some personal uh, writing and we can talk about that later, but yeah. I think it's really more just, you know, sitting there in my own thought and, and, and I would consider that a, a form of meditation.
0: Yeah, so. getting that, just getting that inner peace in the moment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that brings me to my next question. Uh, what is your favorite Pilates exercise? Or okay. I, I ask people, or if they haven't done Pilates, but I know you have done Pilates because we've done Pilates. I have. I have done Pilates with you. Um, I
1: really enjoyed, it was more, it, it seemed more like a sphinx sort of pose yes that
0: extension yes you like that
1: it's such a good
0: one for um it well when we're sitting on the computer so much yeah it felt good on your back
1: it did it felt really good on my back and I've actually I've one of the things that I've really really struggled with over the years is lower back issues and um and so I know one of the things that I, and I actually recently had some, you know, some back issues. And so it was really great when I got to go to your class too. But part of the reason that they even, it even flared up was I wasn't strengthening in my core. And when my back went out, um, I was like a fish on the floor, just flopping around. <laughs> 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 I remember messaging, messaging some of my friends. And it was like, I, you know, the and my, my, one of my colleagues actually, he was like, and he's always talking to me about core. He's like, you need to be doing core exercises. Yeah, you need to be it. He's like, it's because of your core, and I'm like, you know, you're absolutely right. That is exactly what happened. I yeah. I was neglecting it completely.
0: Yep. Yeah. So and, and yeah, sometimes it's just that one twist or that one lift of something when we just haven't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We do exactly. have to be actively, um, actively working working on
1: strengthening it, and so your Pilates class was. Uh, greatly welcome at that time and um so I'll definitely be coming back and um so I I really felt it I felt so many different muscles I hadn't felt in so long after that
0: nice nice all those stabilizing muscles right yeah and the glutes because we use the band and that's always a great one for Uh, I was thinking about my glute exercises (laughs) awesome I actually I told the ladies I was going to record a about a 30 minute band exercise for you all that came that night so that you'll have something to use those bands for at home. So that's on my list for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Every week. So, yeah. And then my third question is uh, tell us about the book that you're writing.
1: Sure. Um, I won't give away the title, um, but is. Uh, It it would be considered a fictional memoir, so loosely based on my life, um, but a lot um, to protect the people that, you know, that may be in it. Um, And also just incorporating maybe different issues um, that, uh, you know, women from my background um, might face. So it will really center a lot around growing up, um, you know, being Sri Lankan and uh, from a Sri Lankan family uh, living in, in Canada. Some of my experiences being in Sri Lanka um, and it'll focus a lot on, on my journey in relationships, so romantic relationships. So oh, maybe love. Um, I, I have um, a very close um, family, a friend of mine who's also an author who um, is mentoring me and, you know, helping me with my writing mm-hmm. uh, Lots so of lots of great advice. Um, uh, her name's Ari. Her name's Kamalini uh, Nicholas. Uh, she recently wrote a book, uh, "Who Stole Mother's Soul," and uh, it's fantastic. So for anyone who is you know who's uh, listening, uh, I would highly recommend her her book. And I, I couldn't put it down, and so it's been really wonderful being able to learn from her.
0: Oh, that sounds like it. it's so nice to have mentors that are just in that loving role for us and know, you know, would know your life so well, and you've been close for a long time. That's really, really, really encouraging. And there's Mm -hmm. so much fun and excitement all around book launches. So you'll have to keep me posted. Uh, Yeah.
1: I'm going to say one thing too, I, you know, for myself and for, for anyone, I always have done better with a, with a coach, with a mentor. I thrive on that accountability Mm -hmm. and, So, you know, I, that's something I highly recommend to anyone, you know, who's listening, like, you could have a mentor really in any facet of your life in any kind of project, you know, in any kind of industry, Mm -hmm. and um, you can find those people who are really willing to share their knowledge with you Mm -hmm. and
0: will grow much faster that way. Do you have spots yourself opening up to take on clients within a, like a coaching capacity?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, am, I do have uh, some, some space available. I'm still, I am still going through uh, my certification, um, but I'm certainly available to start taking on, uh, on clients for sure.
0: And we'll link up your, all your social media contacts and you have a website as well, correct? I do.
1: So we're just and doing a add up. A yeah, I'll link that up. We're just doing a little bit of rebrand on the site, um, so it'll That's incorporate fun. incorporate my my various businesses. Yeah, and, um, and so the coaching platform will be on there as well.
0: Oh, nice! I have one final question for you. I, you know, if anyone's watching this or listening to this, and they're really kind of feeling like they're at a point where they've lost their voice or they've lost their. Mm-hmm just desire to stand up and show up and their fight or whatever that terminology is, what, what would be something that you would, what would a tip you'd be to give them to kind of find that again?
1: Um, it would be what well, we talked, we talked a little bit about in terms of communication and I'll, I'll give a little uh, tidbit about communication for myself personally. Um, but I think first of all, it's really Um, Just bringing that awareness to yourself about, you know, what it is that's going on with you and why it is that you're feeling the things that you're feeling um, and maybe really giving yourself some of the time to, um, to feel through it and to process it. Um, And then when you're ready, just get yourself back out there um, and get yourself back out to doing the things that you really enjoyed doing maybe before that. whatever, like that moment happened, because it's probably triggered by something. And um, so really just, yeah, taking that time for yourself, um, first of all, and then getting back to getting back to the things that you love doing. Um, I was just gonna say, I was going to mention something about communication too. like for myself. um, You know, what might be surprising for some people is that communication actually comes Um, with great difficulty for me. And doing things like speaking now, or, you know, coming on podcasts, um, doing some of this public speaking is my way of trying to regain those skills back. Um, When I was going through, um, you know, towards the end of my marriage and um, getting towards, you know, this process of separating and divorce, uh, I really stopped communicating, like I would not talk. And so a lot of the communication that would have come naturally to me vocabulary that would have come so easily to me, it, it's felt very lost. It, and so um, I, you know, I've actively had to work on on communication, and, um, and regaining that vocabulary and regaining that confidence. And so it, you know, just putting myself out there with in terms of speaking Mm -hmm. and you know it's certainly been quite helpful and again like bringing bringing awareness to it really slowing myself down when I'm communicating really watching really watching what it is that I'm saying you know without kind of rushing through things um because I find sometimes um when you feel triggered um or you're unsure about things you might just kind of we just sort of like try and get through it as quickly as we can And I'm. I've really been trying to actively like slow things down and and uh, make sure that I'm being very coherent when I communicate and giving myself that time.
0: Right, because yeah, our words matter, you know, and Mm -hmm. what we speak out into. Right, Um, that's really really good advice, and I can definitely relate with. Well, as you know, I'd had a concussion before, so that definitely affected communication. And I agree, like I have definitely made a decision to get back out there and get going to a lot of networking events this past year to... Practice that communication, meeting new people, being in new social situations that if I spit the wrong word out, well, oh, well, and just move yeah. on, right? That's from, you know, um, but yeah, it's to keep putting ourselves out there and keep meeting new people. And thank goodness we both did because we wouldn't be here today doing this together had we not gone to those networking events and met each other back in the spring mm-hmm. and uh, just, yeah, continue to to keep putting ourselves out there and meeting new people and, and just really being there for each other as women and as mothers. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have other people in our world that are going through similar things, you know, that whole school pickup, school drop off, getting kids to activities, but still showing up to do something like this. Right. We're often wearing so many hats, so it's really nice. And it's a honor to have friends like you in my life that get, the things that I'm going through and things that other mothers are going through. And it's a real honor to know you.
1: Oh, well, I feel the same way. And I really appreciate you having me here today and letting me share some of my message.
0: Yeah. Well, as we said, we are going to link all the ways to get a hold of Erica down in the show notes below, whether you're watching this or tuning in on the podcast. And I would love for you to follow the show, subscribe, and give us a review. And if you are listening or engaging over on Podopolo, you can check us out on that uh, for where you listen to your podcast. And again, I just want to thank you so much for being here today, Erica. It's been amazing to have you on. There's been a lot of tips just through getting us to think about money and finances and forgiveness and self-love and all the things. So I just want to thank you again for being here thank you so much thanks